0: Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about DGen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about DGen gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go
2: full DGen.
0: Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody,
2: Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what's going on? I just read
1: a depressing article in The Atlantic basically saying that uh, with people uh, easily living to 100, that the uh, average working lifespan of a person is going to be about 60 years. And that just made me fucking cry a little bit. Um, But, hey, you know, uh, I only got like, what, another 40 or so years left, I guess. Uh, Panther started a new career, a new job yesterday, not a new career, same career, new job yesterday. That's why he wasn't on the show yesterday. But he has returned. So, Panther How are you doing? How's your
3: new job? Shit, I don't know. Yes, I went to an orientation yesterday I didn't need to be at. I'm supposed to start today with a truck that's not here, so it's going to be another day off. Um, As far as I'm concerned, it's going great because I might only work one or two days this week. Remember, I got some most will work because I know for a fact I'm off Friday. But, uh, hey, it just sounded like you guys really enjoyed the show without me. I think I might uh, petition Archibald for more vacation days and take more time off in 2022. What do you think? Quality
2: of life, right? You got to keep that work-life balance.
3: I, that's such
1: a, that's I do that's like a, a millennial thing. Panther's not a millennial. He's, a, he's like a, a cusp boomer, isn't he? Like uh, You're no, a borderline gonna... boomer. No, you're a borderline boomer. I'd say the, your mentality of
3: things is you're a borderline boomer. I am knee deep in Gen X, and but here's the difference between you and I, Max. I'm ten years closer to retirement than you are, so I I actually have something to look. I don't cool know to. about that, Panther. Listen, I mean, you might be ten years age wise,
1: but i uh, maybe financially, I'm I might be a little bit closer.
3: Oh, financially, you might be able to. If you were in Indiana, you could retire now.
2: Jokes on both of you. I'll die way before
0: <laughs> I can quit working.
3: Well, it goes to the old joke, you know why men die before their wives? Why's that? Because they want to. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it just takes a lot of drugs, a lot of tobacco, a lot of alcohol to just keep going, you know, so eventually it's all gonna catch up.
3: And see if they keep banning you for your CS:GO, so
2: you can't. You don't have nothing to look forward to. Right. What am I going to do? Talk to you guys. That's my highlight of my <laughs> day. God,
1: that can't be the future. I mean, that that can't be the retirement plan. Is that that we're still talking when we're fucking sixty five? Oh, yeah. They can't. They can't be. Well, compared, would be seventy five at that point. So. Dad, I'll be Dad. you taking taking, it, taking days. I'm not
2: making it to hundred. Taking days off for hip surgery, things like yeah.
1: that. <laughs> Do, doing shows from a colonoscopy, you know. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> what happened yesterday in the NFL? How what about happened- the Raiders? <laughs>
1: Yeah, those Raiders. I mean, a uh, game-winning field goal uh, that got iced, and then they made an even better-looking. Uh, you know, it's funny too. Is, is that first one? It looked like it was it was it was a bad kick, and I'm like, oh no, he's gonna call timeout, isn't it? It ended up being um, good, but you know, a second kick nailed right down the fucking middle. No icing involved there. Um, but it was, um, it was what we expected, right? It, it wasn't a sensational game. Uh, the fact that fact that it was that close is just a testament to how shitty the fucking Raiders season is mm-hmm. and they're still somehow in the fucking playoff hunt at this point <laughs> everybody is. um but everybody i yeah, it's, it's like five teams not not in the playoff hunt right now it, it, really um yeah, it's it, it, good good for the Raiders to get the win but I mean are you celebrating if the Raiders are you're beating up a team that didn't have a good chunk of their starting uh, team the, the, the head coach wasn't there right i mean, not that head coaches matter um yeah i i thought that it was going to be a close game and i was i was leading the raiders there you you and Maxie both bet them right right yeah yeah you both bet them yeah and i'm sure panther would have bet the raiders because that's his team no, I probably wouldn't
3: lead the Raiders. <laughs> I found this game to be incredibly unbettable. The, the fact that the Raiders are in the playoff hunt has nothing to do with them. It has to do with basically the ineptitude of the entire AFC. You know, be- between uh, what spots number five and 13 is separated by one game. Jeez, I, I, think, I think we're looking at tiebreakers. When we, when we get done with our 18-week, 17-game schedule here, we're going to be looking at tiebreakers uh, determining who gets into the playoffs. Oh, yeah. It's, well,
2: it's already in play, right? I mean, we're already looking at it right now to see who the number one seed is, number two. So it is interesting. It is interesting.
1: Well, it's it's funny. You know, Panther already got me riled up about tomorrow's gen rank, and we haven't even fucking thought about it. But, you know, uh, Green Bay easily has that one seed yeah. in, in the NFC. I mean, that, that's looking more like a lock. Uh, they'll get the first round by everyone else who wins a division. Uh, they still got to play in that first round now. So. Uh, remember, it's it's seven teams now. It's not six. So they added another team. So the playoff uh, play, playoff picture got even fucking murkier at this point because it's like, all right, now who's who's vying for the seventh seed? <laughs> if you're looking at the NFC, I mean, that NFC West, we we said in the, in, in you know preseason, oh, the NFC West is going to be one of the better ones, one of the most competitive. Right now, as it stands, uh Arizona with a 99 percent chance to get into the playoffs, the Rams 93 percent chance, and the Forty Nine ers an 87 percent chance. So, uh three potential teams from the NFC West to make the playoffs right there and then it's anyone else's game for, you know, uh for fighting out what whatever, whatever uh uh spot that that could be left in the, in the divisions. I guess the the it would be the Cowboys easily. Do they easily have the east at this point? I guess the the winner of this game tonight uh, between the Eagles and the Football Club Will determine if there's going to be any competition in in the East right there, but it looks like Dallas, Green Bay, and then uh, yeah, from there it's it's the the NFC West, right? So um, essentially, I think the AFC is a, a little bit more. Crowded, right? I mean, this is pretty much every team in the AFC yeah, has a chance there. Uh, thanks to the you know Ravens inexplicably. And Panther missed the show yesterday to talk about Harbaugh going for two again. But <laughs> because they're going for two again, it seems like they are uh crowded in that NFC AFC North. It's it's crazy. It's nuts. Oh,
2: yeah, it's it's it's, it's what does Maxi call it? The fever dream of Roger Goodell. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's his yeah, yeah.
1: fever. I and mean, he doesn't know if it's a parody or parity, either yeah, way, right. you know, it's something.
3: <laughs> You know, if the Ravens could actually hit two-point conversions, they'd be tied with the Chiefs for first place. They'd still be in first place. Absolutely, yeah. Because they beat the Chiefs. So <laughs> they're uh, two points away from missing the playoffs to being the number one seed.
2: That's. I think this is this is going to be the new NFL. We're coming down. If this is how it's going to look, this is it. Can you convert those two-point conversions? Can you convert that fourth and one? That might determine your whole season.
1: That's crazy. It's It's just fucking nuts if you think about that yeah it's it's the whole uh any given sunday right where, where the you know the you fight for every inch type thing there's no fucking joke
2: <laughs> yeah it, it's looking That's what that this way season
1: is it is the it is the teams that are converting on the fourth and ones it is the teams that are, are getting these two-point conversions
2: that'll probably make the playoffs um or you could just be number one seed and score 14 points a game and just whistle through the graveyard could do that could do, are you talking about uh, uh, your Kansas uh, Kansas City <laughs> <laughs> great
1: greatest defense in the league great best defense
2: <laughs> <league>. <laughs> unbelievable
1: we all saw that coming yeah did you have oh, any thoughts Christ. on the
2: Vikings Bears
1: I I mean I played out the way that I thought it was right I I knew that the Vikings were going to win the game by at least seven points they did and even at the end they were up what 14 and and uh, the Bears got got on the board and, and vikings cover it, it's how i thought it was going to play out right yeah. uh, no surprise there other than uh, that yeah it's it's you, you got that you got that was the guy kicked out of the game for the the late hit on uh, fields you know, i
2: thought he was tossed yeah yeah
1: you know, i think he was tossed i uh, that's what i was saying is that that vikings defense is pretty aggressive like when you're looking at possible difference makers, it's not Kirk Cousins on that team. It might be Dalvin Cook, but I think that that front four, front seven, or whatever, that's an aggressive fucking defense. And if if they continue to play like this, I think they get the Rams next week. I think that's the next next game for Minnesota. Um, they can make some noise. I, I still don't trust Kirk, but primetime Kirk didn't fucking choke on um, Monday night.
3: Uh, that defense just—it's that's something to watch. I think the takeaway for me was I'm not surprised that the defense gives up points in the fourth quarter and makes it a closer game. But I think the thing that surprised me was that it was just such a low scoring game. Uh, Minnesota should be able to score more than, you know, 17 points against the, this isn't the monsters of the midway. We've been talking about it all season, how the bears really lack an identity on both sides of the ball. And for Minnesota, I know their defense is playing better, but for them to stay at the seven seed or make the playoffs or have any success in the playoffs, assuming they get there, that offense is going to have to score 30 plus points.
2: Basketball roaster says, hi. Hey, what's up? I like his little, uh, yeah, shack. Profile.
1: uh and, and the Vikings. So I mentioned that they, they got the Rams and then they got the Packers and the bears. So it's not a gimme. It's not a gimme for them right now. And if you look at the other seven, seven teams, uh, it's, Uh, new orleans and then if there's a winner of the philadelphia football team uh game they'd be seven and seven if there is a winner tonight um i keep i keep joking it's like could you imagine uh it's tampa bay getting that two seed and they gotta fucking place new orleans in the first round God. Oh man, that'd be awful. for That'd be a disaster. It'd be yeah, a disaster. Be, <laughs> you know, at that point, it's like they start looking at their schedule. Can we just start losing? Can we just lose on purpose? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I thought the the, the Bears are, are aren't a good team at anything right now. Yeah, they used to be that team. It's like, oh well, at least their defense is really good. They don't even have that anymore. They're an, I, a team without an identity. Their their head coach is a dead man walking. We know that he's going to be one of the next to go if not the next coach to go right mike zimmer uh avoiding panthers uh firing once again (laughs) so i that that was my takeaway my takeaway is it went exactly how i thought it was going to go which you know going into it i say logic says take the bears and i say fuck logic and i I took the vikings and that's how it plays out because anything that is logical in the nfl this year you just go the opposite way it is the, the george costanza of nfl betting this year
2: mm. i mean the vikings tried to play down to the bears it's just that's such a low bar that they had a they had trouble they had trouble getting down that low i mean jesus yeah, Kirk. they kirk got was, down
3: to detroit
2: yeah kirk was 12 for 24 <laughs> for 80 with 87 yards two touchdowns and an interception classic kirk that's a terrible line
3: it's Monday night, Kirk,
2: man. I mean, See, and I, I
3: I blame coaching for that because the, the Vikings, as talented as they are, have a way of playing down to their competition. They're in every single game because they just can't finish anybody off. And and it's like we've seen all season. All of their games are basically one score games mm-hmm. one way or another win or lose. And I put that on coaching. Yeah. Oh, they still didn't cover the live line,
2: by the way, when they got up 10, <laughs> <clears> nothing. <throat> that's
3: when, That's when you can bet the bears.
2: Yeah, I I certainly did. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, enough of that. Uh, Got a couple games. A couple NFL. Basketball Roaster lost a parlay because Draymond didn't score 20. Win six there's six like one dollar for nine grand oh, oh man. man fucking
1: a that's yeah. brutal, that's brutal. Yeah,
3: that's yeah.
1: <laughs> it's funny too because i posted that thing on twitter about the one guy that uh hit the player props with uh the guys that hadn't averaged you know more than like 10 points per game yeah. and uh ended up winning a bunch and uh, yeah, it's it, we'll see we'll see how parlays play out from here on out right arch <laughs> anyway all right let's let's talk one game maybe we'll take a break then after that one it's is it the Seahawks Rams one is the first one no they're both the first
2: one right they're both both the first
1: one they're both both the same all right well we'll, 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 let's let's talk football team Eagles let's save the Seahawks Rams for after the break um division game right Uh, on paper this seems one-sided which means I want to avoid it like the plague because you know Washington has done so well avoiding the plague this past week football organization just dealt with a slew of positive COVID tests. And much like the Browns yesterday, we don't know who their fucking starting quarterback's going to be until game time. Add in 23 other positive tests on top of their other injuries. And it's is a team full of uncertainty at this moment. Eagles, I mean, come on, they're coming off of a bye. And last time we saw them, Gardner Minshew was shredding up the fucking Jets defense. They have a question of whether he or Jalen Hurts starts this week. There might be a question of if they just both play. May just throw them both out there, see what happens.
2: Put them both in the backfield at the same time. Why not? Why the
1: fuck not at this point? like Jalen Hurst can probably be your fucking running back at this point or whatever. I don't know. Listen, the the Eagles are the healthier team. They're rested. They're at home, even though they haven't done quite well at home this year. So I'm not touching this one, though, because everyone is betting Philly. Divisional games are weird. And I don't trust either fucking team. So maybe a decimated Washington team goes into fucking Philly and upsets them. I don't know. I just, I, I don't like the amount of points here. I got Philly, despite all these injuries and everything, only winning this game by about four or five points. So I'm going to lean the football club here. I think that it's going to be a weird one. Philadelphia either like comes out strong and beats the fuck out of teams. Typically at home, though, they well, usually lose or they can limp to a close win. So a lean on Washington.
3: Yeah, I probably should be following Max here and not betting this game, but we're a betting show, so I'm I'm going to throw a few dollars on it. Uh he he mentioned the bye week, mentioned the quarterback situation for Philadelphia. I don't think it matters. Uncle Rico played fantastic against the Jets and I think if they go with him this week, that, that the Eagles are still going to be fine. The thing about the Eagles, you guys remember, you know, a couple months ago, first half of the season, I was blistering them for refusing to run the ball. Miles Sanders wouldn't touch the ball five times a game. Now they lead the NFL with 175 rushing yards in six straight weeks. Uh, A lot of that has to do with Jalen Hurts. He does lead the team in rushing, but they're at least making an effort to balance the rock on the side of the ball and not put so much pressure on Jalen Hurts. Washington, Washington. I've heard as many as 20 on covid protocols. That's just impossible to practice, to get ready. Don't know who your quarterback is. They've been playing great defense, you know, for the last month and a half. I expect the defense to show up here, but I don't know. I know nothing has to you know past has nothing to do with future but 70 uh, percent of the games so far this week have gone uh, been decided by a touchdown or more i think the eagles can cover this touchdown i'll lay the six and a half and put a quarter on the eagles
2: i i want to bet washington so bad i just right I, I, yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's I, calling
0: you yeah, yeah.
2: right Right. I, I really want them uh so bad but i, I I don't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I keep looking at it. I can't do it. It's so close. Uh, I wish Alex Smith was there. I wish oh, Alex I know, Smith right? Was
1: there or uh, or Fitzmagic. like. Could you imagine? Like.
2: Uh. Yeah, it's so so close. Uh, but I'm leaning Washington pretty hard. If this gets to seven, or maybe you know, God, you know, if it gets any higher, I'm definitely going to throw a little bit of money on on the Washington Football Collective.
1: The fact that it's not with mm, – eh, I almost said the percentage. The m- vast majority uh. of money in public <laughs> on, on the uh, the eagle squadron here, I'm I'm surprised it hasn't gotten any worse. It's a little suspect to me. Mm. Keeping, yeah. That's something you should look at. Uh, probably. Hey, let's take a quick break. Let's talk about Moonbet. Have you ever wanted to own a piece of a sports book and casino? Well, Moonbet gives you that chance. All you got to do is hold their MBET crypto token – Buy those tokens right now over at bit4x.com. Join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org. Use the link in the description so that they know you're a true degen. Eclipse the competition. Make some money with Moonbet.
0: The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what Hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done
1: game two game two all right so i got not that i teased this one but i wanted to talk about this one because i'm betting this one um so i want to keep it after the break um With the Cardinals loss this past weekend, uh, Rams will have a chance to finally catch up in the NFC West. I'm just I'm not ready to go there just yet. I laid out a very tough schedule for Arizona to close out the season. uh, But for the Rams, it's it's not going to be an easy one either. I mentioned it after this game tonight. They have to go on the road play the Vikings. They have to go on the road after that. Play the Ravens. I'm sure it's going to be a a wonderful one point game there. And then they end week 18 with the Niners. So this is an important one for the Rams, much as like I said, I almost said like that, that loss to Detroit was a a tough one for the Cardinals. This is an important one for the Rams. Last time these two teams played Rams went into Seattle in week five, they got a 26 to 17 win. And that was the game that kind of changed the course of the season for Seattle. That was the Russell Wilson injured finger game. That was the Geno Smith portion of the season. And now you look at Wilson, he's healthy. uh, Seattle, they've won two games in a row. They're a dangerous fucking team. Rams, we know they've also won two in a row, and maybe they are on that path to getting right. But much like that Washington football club, a disruptive COVID outbreak is uh, not ideal right now. Uh, I'm hoping that this team stays focused on task no matter who they have available. The postponement seems to have benefited them. I'm seeing a lot of the key players. I do believe Jalen Ramsey is going to play. He did not play the last game, but I believe he is going to play. So you're starting to hear some names popping up that, you know, Aaron Donald, he's he's a start. We know that. Uh, uh, Stafford seems to be okay. Cooper Cup seems to be okay. So a lot of these key players are eligible for this game. We know it. I keep saying it. Division games are weird. The Rams aren't closers, yada, yada, yada. But I think they get this one. Aaron Donald has been Russell Wilson's biggest fucking nightmare. I think uh, the most uh, 14 or 15 sacks on Russell Wilson (laughs) over over the last couple of years. It's insane. Donald coming off that three sack game against Kyler Murray. I think he is personally going to be motivated to get the Rams into that NFC West uh, top spot. So I'm going to do a $50 bet on my Los Angeles Rams.
3: Uh, this is a big game for the Seahawks, too, because they're not eliminated. And if they win this one, that puts them what, one game out of that final playoff spot. So a big game, big opportunity for the Rams, big game for the Seahawks. Seahawks have scored 30 plus points in the last two games. Uh, last week, you know, a really get right game. They looked really good against a very overmatched Houston Texans team. But sometimes you need those games. Right, Rams? when you overmatch Jacksonville, sometimes you just got get those get right games and you play better. Uh, So the Rams turn around and then played really well against the Arizona Cardinals on the road, big win for them, a chance to tie it up in the NFC West this week. I, the big, the two guys for me, are Daryl Henderson and Sonny Michelle. When the Rams are balanced, when that play action is working, the Rams are so much better. Stafford is so much better. And I think that's going to be the difference here. Again, another one of those touchdown games might end up being a push, but I think the Rams at home will be able to take care of business. I'm going to lay a quarter on the Rams.
2: All right. I do think the Rams win. That full touchdown has me. That's what gives me hesitation. Um, I'm going to lean Seattle here plus the seven. I think they're going to keep it close. I, I just yeah, but I do think the Rams eventually went out.
1: Yeah, the, the seven's a little <sighs> bit of a pause. It might be it might end up in a dumb push because if, if if you've looked at some of these divisional games in the West, they seem to be touchdown games like exactly a fucking touchdown. Mm-hmm. So uh, may, maybe it ends up being a dumb push if you can get, you know, the six and a half anywhere. I, I doubt it if you can Um jump on that but you know I, I, at some point i need to support my team right <laughs> so <laughs> uh anyway Um uh, my other team is not playing in the nba today so i don't have to worry about supporting them but there, there's a couple of games i want to talk about i want to start off with this pistons knicks game um the knicks are five and ten at home this season and they're at a point where they they are dealing with covid issues themselves they had to bring kemba walker back into the lineup and you know for whatever reason it is, I think they're saying his lack of defense. He's just ended up on Tibbs' shit list this year. But after that 29-point outing against uh, my team, against the Celtics, maybe he's going to end up in the nice list before Christmas. Detroit, they got that big win at home uh, a few days ago over the heat. That improved their road record to 2-12 and on the season. They are the worst shooting team in the league right now. They have the second lowest points per game out of any team this year as well. But there's one thing that I found astounding while I was looking at the statistics. Their defensive efficiency is better than the New York Knicks this season. Mm. For a team that was number three in defensive efficiency last season, the Knicks have shown no interest in replicating that intensity last year, which probably meet, you know, is leading to that 13-17 and 17 record that they have this year. I have the Knicks winning this game by a point. I think this is going to be an ugly one. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. And as such, I think there's a tremendous amount of value on Detroit to snap their third road win. So
3: $10 money line bet on the Pistons. I think I agree with you on the low scoring game the total set at 207 <laughs> I don't know if they get to 200 the Knicks in four of their last five all losses 87 97 96 and 107 against your Celtics um, really struggling to score a lot of that has to do with the point guard position they're going to be without Emmanuel quickly they're going to be without Miles McBride it looks like Derek Rose is going to be a no-go uh, so a lot of pressure on Kemba Walker to step up and be the point guard out there Uh, i like the knicks here for the win but the nine and a half just has me petrified i the detroit's very capable of losing by nine and a half i just don't see it in this game i can't bet it i'll lean detroit with those points
2: yeah same boat i'm I'm leaning detroit with those points too nine and a half seems like too many points i couldn't quite get there because it seems entirely plausible that (laughs) that's what happens
1: all right hey um next game up on the board is the trailblazers pelicans and uh, similar situation here right i mean uh, can't can't trust uh, the blazers right now even though they managed to win two games in a row they got a nice road win over the grizzlies that improved their road record to two and 11 on the year so uh, new orleans astoundingly has been playing some pretty good basketball the past few weeks you know once brandon Ingram came back from injury is it started winning some games and what a shocker right your best players available and you start winning some fucking basketball games still missing from their lineup of course is their top draft pick from a few years back when zion williamson's setback in his uh recovery possibly exacerbated by the fact that he's now appearing on tlc's 600 pound life mm. uh, but considering how awful this team was they were 1 and 12 to start the season being ten and twenty-one is actually kind of remarkable. I think they can make it to eleven wins today. A ten-dollar moneyline bet on the Pelicans.
3: Yeah, Portland's been battling injuries. Um, Lillard came back against Memphis, played really well, scored thirty-two. Now he's popping up on the injury report. It's day to day again. Still no CJ McCollum. Cody Zeller's out. Uh, the Portland team has been garbage on the road and then even more recently they've been pretty garbage at home too a team that you can't trust and now you look at the line and you're not even a favorite against the 10 and 21 pelicans it just tells you how far this team has fallen in a very fast fashion because for the last two years if you listen to the show i've been a huge portland guy i'm fading quick To uh i will let's see i'm laying one point i'll lay the one point on new orleans and uh Put ten dollars on the Pelicans.
2: Mighty tempting. It was mighty tempting, but we did avoid the kiss of death. I am leaning New Orleans. I'm not taking this one.
1: Well, about an hour ago, I had this as plus one New Orleans, so I was getting a plus line on. Yeah, uh, you're on
2: laying that. minus one ten on the money line.
1: Minus one ten. Now, well, g- great, but whatever i still i still think they win this one uh, that's it for me in the nba it's it's been kind of unbettable in non-football even football has been tough because of all this covid bullshit but you know basketball you don't know who's gonna fucking play out there and, and hockey i think they're, after today that's it they're just done for a while so uh,
3: God, yeah anyway panther anything else in the nba for you Actually, actually, I'm going to have two more games here. Let's take a look at Minnesota at Dallas. (laughs) This is what you're talking about. I mean, the who's who of who's not playing in this game. I'm seeing at least five Timberwolves out for this game. Dallas, four, including perennial all-star Luka Doncic, still out not COVID related, but um, you know, Dallas ha- is seven and seven at home. They've lost two in a row against the Lakers who aren't very good. And the T-Wolves who are playing better. Um, and now they're playing a back-to-back against Minnesota. The T-Wolves have won four in a row. They're playing much better, but I just, Don't see these back-to-backs as they're very unlikely to win two in a row. Um, So I like Dallas here at home. Um, Money line situation here, it's what a one-point thing. So I get a plus one hundred. I'll put ten bucks on the Mavericks. Yeah, I mean. I think Vegas has this fucking
1: line exactly where it needs to be. I think this is a one-point game. I got Dallas winning by a fucking point. So I think uh, the money line in Dallas might be be the play here. But really, so much goddamn uncertainty in this one. I I looked at the injury list, and I just like, nope, not touching it. So I'll lean on the Mavericks here.
2: Yeah, I guess I'll lean the Mavericks here, too. I'm not really – we're getting a plus one one and a half. That's it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, lean for me.
3: All right, one more last game. Let's look at the Suns going to the Lakers. As I mentioned, I'm, I'm not a Laker fan this season. They supposedly have this juggernaut with Anthony Davis, LeBron, and Westbrook. But Westbrook's a tuner, turnover machine. LeBron can't stay healthy. And Anthony Davis isn't healthy. A team that lacks depth, and now all their depth is out. Kent Bazemore's out. Avery Bradley's out. Dwight Howard's out. Uh, Horton Tucker is out. Austin Reeves, who had that game winner a few few games ago, is out. So this team just lacks so much depth. And now you're going against a Phoenix team who's still red hot, and they're not dealing with any of this COVID stuff right now. They're they're relatively healthy. Devin Booker came back against Charlotte. They put up 137 with Booker on the floor. Uh, I love the Suns here. I'll lay the touchdown and put ten bucks on Phoenix. Uh, this is a weird one. I I think it,
1: on on the surface it seems like a tad bit too many points here, but then uh, you know, like perception or or mentally, as I look at this. Yeah, the sun should blow the fucking Lakers out of the water. What the fuck do the Lakers have right now? Um, there's so much uncertainty about the future of this organization. They got their one bubble championship, and now now you're looking at. Uh, a clearly aged lebron who's falling apart uh anthony davis was never actually ha- has he actually had one fucking season where he wasn't injured for a good chunk of it mm-hmm. i i can't recall him like b- surviving a season um Side note, I I think John Stockton had, what, 16 fucking seasons where he played 82 games? You know, I'm just saying. Um, (laughs) We're lucky to get uh, 18 fucking games out of Anthony Davis at at this point. I I don't know, man. I'm going to lean the Lakers. I still think it's a tad bit too many points here, but the Suns should win, maybe. I don't know. I'll lean on the Lakers.
2: Yeah, I'm hard-pressed to find many games I like, but I I think you're probably right here, Panther. Uh, Phoenix... By every metric I have, should just run away with it against the Lakers. Seven is what we're getting now. It's already ticking up to seven and a half at some books. I'm going to jump on it with you. I'm just going to lay the standard point spread. I'm going to take Phoenix minus seven uh, for 10 bucks. That's it for the association. That's it for me, too. <laughs> uh, we touched on every, almost every single game. Yep.
1: All right, well, NHL. There's two games that are on the board. I'm going to bet on one of them I and mean, let's talk about it. I mean, you, you,
3: you,
1: you can take the other one. I don't want to okay. touch the I don't want to touch the Tampa Bay Vegas game. I'm sorry. I will touch the Washington Philly game. Uh, Flyers have not completely sucked lately. They've won four or five games. Their lone loss was a really close one to Montreal. Now hosting a Capitals team that they're slumping a bit right now. But I'm not super concerned about Washington here, and I'll tell you why. They they rank fifth in goals scored and sixth in goals against per game. If you look at their advanced metrics, their expected goal difference is number one in the league. You know, which means they were bound to hit a lull at some point. Their, their expected goals much higher than their actual goals. Uh, I'm sorry, their actual goals much higher than their expected goals. And so there's going to be a balance of that at some point. The the lucky shots were going to stop falling. I think that's the lull that we've witnessed the last couple weeks. They should balance out. Their offense is still much better than Philadelphia's. So if if Philly's goaltending shows any cracks whatsoever here, I think Washington's going to take advantage of that and get a good road win, $10 bet on the Capitals.
3: This is one of those games I'm betting because my perception doesn't match what the Vegas line is. I, You know, you tell me Washington versus Philadelphia, in Philadelphia, I'm looking at the stats, I'm looking at the records, and I'm thinking, okay, the Capitals should be about minus 160, 165. I'm seeing a 135. Philadelphia's been playing much, much better. They've won four of their last five. They're scoring goals. I scored six against New Jersey, averaging about four and a half over the last five games. Washington's been up and down. They lost to the Blackhawks, for God's sake. They lost to the Kings at home. They're not playing great. And those overtime losses make a team's record look better than it really is. So you, re- you really put those in there. They're like 18 and 13. I couldn't get away from the plus line at home. It's, it's a little bit of a small, we'll call it a state lottery ticket, but I'll put 10 bucks on the flyers.
2: <laughs> yeah. I got to lean Washington here, uh, man. I think they're going to win. I, uh, they're going to win handily. It looks like. All
1: right. Panther. Are you, are you actually going to bet the golden Knights here?
3: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm going to bet the game. I'm not betting Vegas. Oh really? You're, you're going to bet Tampa? Yeah, look, I mean, Tampa's playing really good right now, particularly on the defensive side. Um, I, I, that game against Ottawa kind of scratching my head. But Vegas, it's we're going to go with Arches Theory. Uh, you know, they're coming off a four-game road trip, first game back at home, going against a really good Tampa Bay team. Uh, Tampa Bay, you can hardly ever catch them with a plus line. Uh, so another little mini lottery ticket here. I'll jump on the Lightning for 10 bucks.
1: Oh, well, wow. I'm actually going to lean your Golden Knights. This was so fucking close to me. Uh, you know, so I, I, I get it. You know that probably take the plus line if it's it's that razor thin. Um, yeah, you're, pro- you're probably on the right side of it with the value of the, of the plus line here. Just two good teams, and and I have the Golden Knights winning it, so I'll lean Vegas.
2: This is a, uh, tough to call. It's almost a coin flip, not quite. Las Vegas should win about what fifty five percent. Yeah, it's it's right around there. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. I, I mean you could talk me into either side <laughs> without much problem.
3: All right. Well I'll, I'll give I'll give you plus one twenty five if you take Tampa. How's that? There you go. All right. <laughs>
2: so we talked about football, Tuesday night football, Tuesday afternoon football. We talked about basketball. We talked about hockey. Max, that is it
1: that is it download the dgens app for android or ios and let us know you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on twitter at betting absolute no matter where you listen at please highest rating comment subscribe download and listen to every single episode we didn't have a panther parlay yesterday let's see if we have a winning one today
3: panther take us home I don't know if we're going to have a winning one. Today is such a real, I mean, everything, basketball, football, hockey, so close to call. Let's try the New Orleans Pelicans, the Phoenix Suns, and the Philadelphia Flyers. Let's put those three together. That'll be today's Panther Parlay. Then you guys can hang out with us on Facebook, Twitter. Give us a shout out, call us out by name. We'll holler back, but most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're gonna do today when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed
0: to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.